Scott Schantz filling in for Jill Bennett on your Friday, and we're talking about money. It's a subject that I am uh, learning to talk about more, and I enjoy talking about it because it feels like empowering. You know, once you sort of get some of that stuff into your brain and you realize like, oh, I actually did this and it worked. And now I have this sort of like sense of accomplishment and freedom and stuff. Um, I've heard that money is a tool. That's the way I've heard it said. So you should just learn to like use it well. Like here's a miter saw. If you don't know how to use it, you're not going to make any good sort of wood projects. But if you do know how to use your miter saw, you can make some really incredible things. So learn how to use it well. And that's kind of what I've been trying to do. And uh, joining us now to uh, talk money is Murray Baker. He's manager of financial empowerment at Family Services of Greater Vancouver and author of The Debt-Free Graduate. Uh, September is right around the corner. A lot of people are heading off to university, which is usually when, oh my gosh, I'm kind of on my own and I have to figure out finances and rent and grocery shopping and all of these things that I've never had to do before. Do you sort of find that to be the case, Murray, that like this time when people sort of go back to school or leave, leave the nest or move out is kind of like, whoa, the finance thing gets real, right? Absolutely. It, the reality hits. And, you know, just as, as you prepare getting books and your clothing ready for going off to school and your furniture, you also need to prepare financially, too. So the first thing that I always recommend uh, students and parents do is sit down and come out with a financial roadmap. So figure out, you know, what are my costs going to be during the year? My fixed costs and then my variable costs. So fixed costs being my tuition um, also things such as rent, phone, etc., and then your variable costs, of course, things like groceries, and maybe your, your utilities fluctuate as well. So have that sense, and also figure out what money do I have currently and what money is going to be coming in. So maybe you have a bursary coming in during the year, or maybe there's a scholarship uh, coming up, and then you have your savings from the summer, and figure out, do I have enough to last me throughout the year and if not, how can I make up the shortfall? So maybe it involves getting a, a part-time job for a few hours a week, or maybe it, it involves uh, applying for more bursaries or scholarships. But having that sense ahead of time helps avoid costly mistakes when you realize in February you're out of money and have to scramble uh, either putting uh, your expenses on credit card or having to work uh, long hours on a part-time job at the end of the year to make ends meet. Or, of course, with parents, the dreaded phone call back to, to mom and dad saying, I'm broke, I need more money. <laughs> yeah, that third one was uh, my go-to strategy throughout university, <laughs> was to book a meeting with my father and explain to him why I needed him to write me a check. And thankfully, he's a very generous individual and uh, helped me out where he could, like I think a lot of parents do. But one of the things that has helped me even more is like my dad and other you know adults in my life sort of talk me as I went along, like this is a lesson where you can learn about like how to manage your finances better. So hopefully you don't make some of the same mistakes that other people do. Do you think that parents need to take a bigger role in teaching kids and, and teenagers and adolescents about uh, better financial management? Like, you know, one of the things that it sort of, it occurs in the meme world. It's like, why didn't I learn how to do a tax return when I was in in the public school system, like why don't we? Why don't why is money education a thing that is not more talked about? 
Absolutely. I think agree more. And it should be as fundamental in school as, as math and English, uh, because it's a, it's a skill set that you're going to use your entire life. I mean, yes, it's nice to learn poetry in school, but let's face it, um, learning financial matters is going to be much more practical throughout your lifetime. So it's a great opportunity at the start of the school for parents and, and their kids to have that conversation. So figuring out what what are our expectations do as parents do we expect you to work a little bit during the year um are are your parents are they going to be able to help out throughout the year um and also looking at even things like if you have money saved up for university and you're not going to need it all right away put some of that money into say uh, a six-month guaranteed investment certificate and earn four or five percent interest on that so putting your money to work to maximize what you get out of it. And I think those are skills that parents can really teach their kids and also even teaching them the fundamentals of investing in terms of, you know, what's a stock, how does it work, uh, what's a mutual fund, so that they start to build these skills gradually when they're young. Yeah, I, you know, to your point of like, you know, it's great to learn poetry. I love studying the arts. You know, I consider myself a creative artist, super creative person. I love all of that stuff. But I also really wish and value, I wish I'd learned more when I was younger. And I value the education that I have sort of around these things. And I don't know if it was just this idea of like, oh, you're too young, you wouldn't grasp it, it feels complicated and stuff. But it really doesn't have to be some of those basic principles. And I also found that, like, like once I started to get it, because you're seeing that, even if it's like four, five, six percent return, it's really easy to get excited and passionate about it once you're starting to see your bank account grow. Absolutely. And you and you start to see your money grow and you understand it. And you know, even I, I know some parents get their kids involved in investing when they're young and they may not, you know, getting a kid excited about uh, investing, say, in a railway stock may not be exciting, but maybe investing in a company like Apple or Amazon or something may kind of tweak their interest, and they might uh, find that very interesting to see how you can actually own a piece of the company and let that money grow over time, whatever whatever type of stock it is you invest in or whatever mutual fund. So I think that's important. The other thing that parents can really do is incentivize their kids to save. So you know, when a, a, a student is working a summer job, the parent, rather than just give them money outright at the end of the summer to go to school, say, okay, for every dollar you save, I'm going to match that dollar for dollar. And uh, so if you save 2000 or 3000 at the end of the school year, I'm going to match that and give you two or 3000 And that way you have that incentivized saving. And it also is an incentive not to spend because a student would say, if I spend $100 on that jeans, that pair of jeans, I'm really spending 200 because I'm going to lose out of that $100 contribution from my parents. Murray Baker is Manager of Financial Empowerment at Family Services of Greater Vancouver and the author of The Debt-Free Graduate. Thanks so much for joining us today, Murray, and uh, thanks for the advice. It's really encouraging and it's empowering. You know, we start small and we go on from there. Uh, thank you again for, for spending some time with us today. Thanks very much for having me. My pleasure.